0: Oh Man up in my city on the roof yeah They took when i way about a hoop The Providence College Friars Top for the crossover <laughs> the, oh, 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 right. oh. the Big East Edward Ewing Brown the rest of the college hoops Rocher world. The
1: screen,
0: Dunn, his this in. is the Providence Crier Podcast. With your host, a PC grad standing in at four feet tall. He is the Providence Crier himself. Mike Surrett. Man up in my city, Welcome everybody in to another the episode of Crier I'm, I'm your host, Matt. You Follow me on Twitter that's at @MattProvinceCriers. Read our blog, theprovincecrier.com. Join with me as always. We got BOC. Follow him on Twitter at BOC all day. Today is Thursday, February 10th, and BOC, we've been enjoying the bye week for the Friars. Uh, it's been fun. I don't
1: know about you. Yeah. So like normally I go to sleep super early. I think that's like the running joke on this pod. And I've been staying up later than normal for me, which is like past 10 PM because I've been watching like the teams that are ranked above us lose. And it's been the most exhilarating moment of my life because even if they lose or even if they win, you're like, okay, that's what they did what they were supposed to do. But if they lose, you're like, holy, holy, we might uh, sneak up and like jump into the top five. So it's been fun to see some top teams lose. We've seen Duke lose. We've seen Kansas lose. We saw Auburn lose last night. That, that atmosphere was wild. Um, so yeah, just, you know, it goes to show, we may not be a a top two or three team in the nation, but you know, you're seeing these top teams lose to unranked teams. Anybody can win on any any given night, which is why you got to appreciate, you know, our 20 and two start.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's been a great week, you know, uh, Monday, you know, Texas beats Kansas. Although I bet on Kansas, so that wasn't so great for me. (laughs) Um,
1: Well, that's your that's your cheat team, right? So you can't do that.
0: Yeah, I guess. I mean, I bet on my real team all the time. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) I stopped bet. I stopped betting on the teams I support when I was in eighth grade because Notre Dame was uh, Notre Dame was Notre Dame football was like minus four and a half, and they won by three. I remember being in eighth grade and absolutely miserable. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm done rooting for my teams. I can't do this anymore. I learned a hard hard lesson as a middle schooler.
0: Yeah, th- th- that was a Diet Coke, by the way, not a beer. Uh, I
1: wish I wish it was a beer. And I do too, wah-wah.
0: but you know what? Diet Coke, that, that's how you how you be a Nighthawk like me. You just slug diet, diet soda. Um, so, yeah. So, um, well, BLC, for me, though, with me growing up as a Patriot fan – like that was easy money every single playoffs because what happens in the playoffs is the spreads are always so close together, but I had Bill and Tom Brady on my side and would always take the paths and would cash in quite well. Um, but yeah. So, so Kansas loses to 20 Texas on Monday. Uh, Tony Bennett cleaning it up gets the big upset against Duke actually kind of funny. Cause I, I bet on that game. And I had it on the laptop, and I wasn't paying attention at the end. And I took Virginia with 11 and a half. And I was like, all right, as long as this doesn't go to overtime, I'm, I'm money here with this bet. And so, like, the game ended, and I thought Virginia lost.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, oh well, I won my Wait, bet. Wait, I saw your tweet, and I was like, you said something about, oh, Tony Bennett almost cleaned it up. And I was like.
0: Oh, yeah, you saw that? I deleted that after a minute. Uh, yeah,
1: and I was like, what is he talking about? Am I in delay or something? Did something ha- weird happen? Um, nope, nope.
0: I was just being an idiot. So, yeah, Virginia yeah. gets a massive win. Um, I don't think they jumped. And they jumped, but I don't think they went up super high in Kempom, unfortunately, but
1: um, I'm still, by
0: still another team ahead of Providence. Then you look at um, last night. Well, So, we're recording this Wednesday. We should probably make that clear. Um, but – On Tuesday night, massive slate. It was so much fun to watch. Um, As you mentioned, number one, Auburn goes down to Arkansas. Um, Dude, Auburn, I think they're very talented. And I'm pissed because I bet on Auburn. And I literally told myself after the Georgia game, like, this team is super susceptible. Like, I get being number one has a target on your back. But ever since being number one, they eked one out against a bad Missouri team. They they got very lucky to survive against Georgia over the past weekend. And then in this one, they go down to, to a much better Arkansas team um, than those two teams. So, I don't know. And also, where's the Auburn luck? I mean, I know, I know they lose this one by single digits, but they have plenty of wins uh, within single digits. So, I don't know, but uh, Wisconsin gets a big win at Michigan State last uh, on Tuesday night. That was awesome. Um, the I'll start with the first Big East game that that, that was on Marquette, UConn. Pretty good game. Um, I'll admit, I bet on the Huskies. I thought they would respond minus six and a half, um, and they barely squeaked out the cover there, but. Um, observation i had on that one would be my god like marquette is such a gritty ass team like yeah i thought we were gonna blow them out when they came to province no they they made that an extremely close game yukon like built up a double digit lead several times against marquette in this game and marquette kept coming back and making it like a three-point game before UConn pulls away at the end so i just remain to be super impressed by marquette
1: Yep, uh, I know day. you
0: are, too. From the UConn side of it, um, you know, Sunogo, they, they made it a point of emphasis to feed him often. He was missing early, but he goes for 24 and 15. <clears throat> so that, that's kind of alarming. And then your guy, Tyrese Martin, who I will get to in a moment, uh, I will say something else about Tyrese Martin in the moment, but he had 18 points, freaking 15 rebounds, like oh, that guy's awesome, like that's the one guy in
1: UConn I would really want my team, just a guard that rebounds like he does. Uh, who, Tyrese? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I love him, I, like I've said a million times, I think he should be the focal point of their entire offense.
0: Yeah, and, and they got some production from their bench, uh, you know, they got eight from Hawkins, eight from Pauly, um, you know, Jackson kind of had his typical Jackson game. Uh, yeah. But um, I don't know if you saw this. Did you see Tyrese Martin's quote
1: post game? Well, I, I think I know what you're talking about. He said something like, we don't plan on losing the rest of the year or something like that. I, I didn't yeah. see the exact phrasing.
0: Yeah, along those lines. This was the quote.
1: Um... While, oh, while you're looking it up, by the way, Hawkins... Why has he not been playing from the get go? His stroke is looks so nice.
0: He's just been so up and down. Like, I know, like, a lot of UConn fans pumping him up, but like, he's just been up and down. Yeah, Hur- Hur-
1: that stroke, man, that is such a sweet looking stroke. He should, he should be, he, Hurley should be saying, okay, dude, no matter what, whenever you're in the game, put up five or six threes a game. So. Yeah.
0: No, um, sorry, I didn't
1: mean to cut you off. What did you have? To, what did Martin? What did Martin have to say in all of his wisdom?
0: Going forward, we don't plan on losing anymore, as long as we play the way we did tonight. End quote. It's just such a hurt. Like they say, your team should echo the sentiments of your coach, and I guess that's good that for UConn's standpoint. But it's just so absurd. Just typical uh, Hurley being like, you know, if. If this, this, and this happened, we would be undefeated. Like, just yeah. unbelievable. Like, and they only won by eight. Like, I could see you saying that if you blew a team out by like 40 points. Yeah, if we play like yeah, this, yeah. we're not gonna lose again. Well, no shit. Uh, but it's just like, wow, man, like I guess God's talented, um, but it's just obnoxious when they this has been their narrative all year. If 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 this goes this way, oh, we're going to do this, that, you know, let's
1: see it. Dude, dude, talk about the contrast between our program right now and theirs. Like Hurley was begging people. He had trolls on the internet begging people to come to the game. They're like, oh, it's a 6.30 tip-off. It's so early. It's against one, a top 25 team, and it's a game that you need to win coming off the loss to Villanova. Then you compare it to us, the dunk, where – we're playing a you know bottom of the rung, even though they just beat Xavier, the Paul team, um, on the weekend, and it's a sold out. Sold out. Like, it's amazing to me that UConn cannot get more people to attend these games. It's I don't know if their fan base is fair fans or what it is, but like, God, it's just no, not a good look. It's just so hard program. to get
0: to Hartford, man. Like, it's impossible. I, I don't know. It's like a twelve mile drive. It's come on, BOC.
1: I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. It. It was like a really like minor league look to uh, to UConn's athletic department to their basketball team. Um, also, hey, they, they got a Also, win, so I saw th-
0: that that was their best crowd. No freaking chance. The the Providence UConn game was full, and yeah. when they came back, that place was rocking like way louder than that. But whatever. Neither here nor there. But um, you look at the other game in the biggies, Villanova gets Gillespie back after. Look, what looked like a scary injury for him. Uh, Justin Moore also came back Um and Villanova looked like they were going to roll St. John's until one of the craziest runs I have, I, I've ever witnessed. Like, did you catch any of that?
1: No, what, what happened?
0: Oh my God, dude. St. John's That's... was down. I don't know how much they were down by, but it was double digits. Right? Yeah. And at the end of the game, they just started pressing again and Nova just kept turning it over. And St. John's had the ball down three with 29 seconds left. And Wheeler missed the three, and then that Ooh. was the game. But it was the most incredible comeback. Like it was insane. What what like Nova was just crapping down their pants? It was wild.
1: Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, we don't, I don't think we have the press or the, quick, the quickest athletes that St. John's does, but, like, putting Minaya at the top of the press, maybe Cooley can take something from that. Because yeah. Minaya, Minaya has gotten his hands on a lot of cross-court passes when we put that, like, three-quarter court press on. So, I hope they implement something similar to that. And I mean, if you look at, you know, Marquette swept Villanova, right? Yeah.
0: Um, you know, they're, they're another team that, you got guys like Marcel who can really lock in and pressure the ball. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it, remember this. St. John's was without Posh Alexander. So, like, crazy game. And Wheeler had 31 points. Another bad game from Champagny. 12 points on 4-15.
1: Dude, they should have. I mean, we talked about it on the pod a couple pods ago. They should have started Wheeler from the jump, man. Yeah. He, uh, I mean,
0: I still think both yeah. of them have are, are bad on the interior, and I mean that that was shown once again. Eric Dixon, sixteen points on seven of nine, like
1: he's so, got he's got he's got to be the one of the more surprising B's players this year. Yeah, for me, I didn't think I thought he was nothing. Quite frankly, I thought he was just a rotational piece at best, and he's just making me eat my words in a big way.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know. Ten points a game, six rebounds a game. Um, He's up and down, but he's been, you know, 18 against Georgetown. I know it's Georgetown. Um, uh, Like, he's had a few big games, but, I mean, it's mainly against teams that don't have good interior defense.
1: But we'll we'll see. Dixon Dixon went off against UConn, right? (sighs) I'm fairly certain he did. Put in this, he had
0: six points, seven rebounds, five assists.
1: Are, are you talking about Soriano? I'm sorry.
0: No. Nope. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm talking about Dixon, but I clicked the wrong guy. I freaking, I fat fingered and hit Samuel's.
1: No, Dixon. Dixon went off for 24 and 12 against uh, UConn.
0: Okay, I stand corrected. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, he's been up and down, but but yeah. Okay, right. this makes way more sense now. He's been He's been pretty good lately. So 16 against St. John's, 24 against UConn, bad game against Marquette, um, but 15 against St. John's previously, um, 11 against the pole. So, yeah, he, he's definitely been a surprise.
1: He's coming on.
0: For sure. Um, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, come Tuesday. Um, but, anyways, rest of the schedule from the past couple of days, USC almost lost to friggin' Pacific in a weird non-conference game last night that tipped at like 10.30 p.m. Eastern oh, time. Uh, they were losing most of the game. They ended up winning by six. but And then you look at the, the rest of the slate for the week, a couple of big ones in the Bs on Wednesday night. Obviously, we're recording before that, so we won't know the results, but 25 Xavier will be visiting Seton Hall, 7 p.m. FS1. Your Pirates are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Should be an interesting game. Um, you know, Willard and the Pirates need to start stringing wins together here uh, as we get late. But, you know, I've said my thing about Xavier. They've had a habit of stumbling down the stretch. Now, you look at Xavier's schedule. It's lot. Did you have um, – has Xavier played UConn? I don't think they have.
1: Uh. I don't know if they have yet. No,
0: I don't think they have. They have UConn twice down the stretch, but then other than that, it's rather easier on them. But I'm telling you, it will be interesting to see how they close out the season as they were not able to do so the previous two seasons.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Baylor back in action uh, at Kansas State. They've been reeling with injuries. Um,
1: the, one I, the one I got my eye on for tonight. I think Oklahoma might pull an upset over Texas Tech. Yeah, possible. Because I, I know sure. uh, Texas Tech is banged up right now. Um, that one, that one, I have my eye on the rest of the week.
0: Oh, Connecticut Xavier Friday. That's yeah, it. There you go. So that going
1: be a good one. Is that that's at Xavier, right? Yep. That's going to be a fun game to attend. That that crowd's going to be nuts on a Friday at seven p.m. Ooh.
0: Oh, yeah for sure and then you know going into the weekend providence will play on saturday against the pole. um but we also got texas at baylor texas and buzz williams going to auburn see if auburn responds from their loss uh so some really good games this weekend it's, it's been awesome to sit back and relax
1: <laughs> oh it's been great the heart the heart's just like even keel you know the I'm not getting anxiety during games. It's just a really nice real, relaxing thing.
0: Oh, and USC U- UCLA this weekend too. At That's USC. Correct. Myself. The
1: the battle the battle for who's going to land Isaiah Miranda. <laughs> Seriously. Probably.
0: Uh All right, so let's get in, in into the game. Providence has a week off hosting to Paul 6:30 tip FS1. Um you know PC has already beaten DePaul this year on the road. That They really smacked them. Probably their best overall performance. I don't know if you would agree or disagree on the year. I mean, that was awesome, that game.
1: Yeah, um, that was a good game.
0: But DePaul coming back for some vengeance. DePaul is playing Wednesday night against Georgetown. I believe Freeman Liberty, if he's not available on Wednesday, he probably will be available against the Friars.
1: You want to, you want to hear the craziest uh, spread for this game? Yeah. So I think DePaul DePaul's favored by seven and a half. <laughs> that that is on Saturday? So... Oh, oh, Georgetown. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it as like eight, seven and a half.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: I know. What, what when
1: in the I mean, like, when in the world would you say DePaul would ever be favored in the Big East by seven and a half? Let alone like if you if you put somebody somebody in a time machine and was like, hey, Georgetown and DePaul are playing Georgetown's seven and a half point dogs, you'd be like, what the heck has happened? georgetown's program yeah no seriously it's crazy that one that one i th- i'm not going to touch that one but that one i would take georgetown seven and a half
0: well if you're uh jeff goodman you know georgetown's going to open up and then Cooley's going to take it so uh...
1: <laughs> by the way i'm i just saw this did you see what hurley what hurley did after the game
0: Oh, uh, he tried to fight the fan, or, or, or yeah, like, he try- oh, yeah,
1: yeah, where, yeah, what a loser, dude. He's
0: a lunatic. They're both Hurley brothers are friggin' lunatics,
1: man. It must be something in this Jersey water,
0: I know, right? Um, all right, so DePaul checking in at 11 and 10. I think we can both agree DePaul's a much better team this year, but once again, it hasn't worked out in the bees. So, but I think going forward, they're definitely going to be a team to reckon with under Stubblefield. I think that's a good hire. But um, what are your thoughts as as PC looks to sweep the poll here?
1: I think it's it's awesome that we're going to have a big crowd because this game has a classic trap look-ahead effect where we have probably our biggest game of the – yeah, I would say it's the biggest game of the season against uh, Villanova on Tuesday, and – you can say all you want, like, you know, every game in the Big East is a battle, blah, blah, blah. They're all the players are looking ahead to Villanova. It's just human nature. They're all looking ahead. Um, so, what they need to do is feed off the crowd and just, you know, play their game. And hopefully they can do enough to get a win because it's one of these things where, like, I don't care how they play, quite frankly, on Saturday. As long as they get a win and we head into Villanova on what a game winning streak, um, that should be a matchup of. Theoretically, it could potentially be a matchup of two top 10 teams. Um, We'll see. So I'm not too concerned. They play their style and they play well and they're not too sloppy. I think they win rather comfortably, but I'll take a win anyway. They can get it.
0: Yeah. um, You know, one thing that I don't see happening, but it would be nice. uh, I don't see the first half that province put together at DePaul happening in the first half of this one at the dunk. Province jumped all over the pole. 42-17. No, yeah, that's, that's not happening. Uh, so, I don't expect that, but, um, you know, look for Al Durham that, to have a nice bounce-back game, I think. You know, he had 17 against them in the first meeting. Um, so, I, I look for him to bounce back from from his game against... Um, shit, who, who did we last play <laughs>
1: Who did we like? Why am I forgetting? Who did we just play? Uh, put me on the spot here. Uh, time, Georgetown. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's yeah. Good podcasting on our part. Good lord. That's oh, what I happens. Mean, when we, that's what happens when we don't have a game every two days. I know. This is, this is
0: the lounging. We've been lounging yeah. and watching college hoops that isn't PC. So forgive us. Yeah,
1: I know. Us.
0: Um, but it's just, uh, all these,
1: it's just all these wins. We don't know what to do. I
0: know. Um, but, yeah, Alderman had, a, had kind of a down game against Georgetown. Look for him to bounce back. Um, I, w- I would expect them to get Nate Watson, his touches early in the paint, set the tone. Um, yeah, you know, y- you hope with the leadership on this team, you don't look to Tuesday, but yeah. it's possible. Um, from the Paul side, I don't see David Jones being as horrendous as he was against us. Uh, in the first game, either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this one will be closer, but I do think ultimately home game, veteran group, Friars will take care of biz. Um, but we'll get a preview out.
1: What do you? Um, what do you think the score is going to be? Um.
0: I'll
1: give I'll give my prediction if you want me to. I got it.
0: All right.
1: 72 two. Eighty to seventy two. Yeah. Okay. I will say 78,
0: 71. Okay. Nice. All right. So, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get our preview article out. Um, BOC is going to be in Aruba, everyone. Lucky him. Uh, When are you coming back? Never?
1: uh, Monday. Okay. Yeah, I I wish. Yeah, I'm trying to set up a satellite office for my firm in Aruba.
0: (laughs) Um. Thanks for the invite. By the way,
1: <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, yeah, no problem.
0: Yeah, uh, no, so uh, so BOC will be in Aruba, but he's gonna get the. I think we said you're gonna get the preview article out. I'll get the post game yep. article out, and then he'll be back in time for Nova. So that's good.
1: We might uh we might we might have to record a post the uh, Paul game pod, and it might be it might be similar Un-game. to the it might be similar to the basement one that we did after the first uh, Newark one.
0: Yeah, after Northwestern game. Um, yeah. Ma- definitely for you. Maybe not for me. Oh, who knows? Uh, I plan on going to the game on Saturday, so. Um, maybe, one
1: of, maybe one of the two. Uh, what section are you in? 234?
0: 234,
1: yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll get a guest appearance from one of the 234 boys on that chat. On yeah. Um,
0: although, a lot of them aren't going. But Oh, really? Yeah. Well, because one of them's going to Rupert with you.
1: I know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Maybe we'll get him in. A robot.
0: Oh, 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 from your side. There you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Be um, but yeah, so obviously we'll have coverage going into the Nova game, biggest game of the Big East season Tuesday night. Um, it's going to be awesome, man. Fanta's going to be there. Uh, and we're, we're, My we're, guy. Undefeat,
1: we're undefeated when Fanta announces.
0: He's not announcing, though. He's going to be there. Oh really? Yeah.
1: What's it? What's the doing record? Doing What's the record though? Whenever he's there, aren't we undefeated?
0: Um, I think people think that, but he was there with us against Virginia, so.
1: Uh, at the dunk, I'm saying.
0: Okay. Yes, he is undefeated, yeah. calling games for Providence.
1: Yeah.
0: And he might it's be undefeated. Something, it's like a dunk. crazy.
1: It's a crazy stat though. It's 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 like a not a small number.
0: Yeah. No, I know, but. 8 p.m. tip too on Tuesday, CBS Sports. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. Uh, I know. But uh, we got to get
1: through Saturday. Yes. Get yes. Through Saturday. Saturday is the
0: most important thing. But BOC.
1: Maybe um, maybe we maybe we'll wrap up. What where, if we win Saturday, what what ranking are we gonna be?
0: 10.
1: They'll bump us up. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll say nine.
0: Okay. Well, there is one thing before we get out of here that I want to show yeah.
1: you. Yeah, let's see it.
0: So if you go on to ESPN.com and you go to the scoreboard and you pick February 15th and you click on the Villanova province game, matchup predictor, mind you, this game is at the dunk. I think we're all aware of this, that this game is at the dunk. Matchup predictor. According to ESPN's basketball power index, Villanova has a 73.3% chance of beating PC at the dunk.
1: What are your thoughts? That's crazy. What do you, well, what do you, one, you know, uh, you know my stance on predictive analytics and how yes. if you faded predictive analytics this year, you would be a, a billionaire essentially. Um, so 73.7% you said, right. Um, what do you think the spread's going to be? If I had to guess, I would think the spread would be, it almost, I would guess it would be maybe like Providence. It'd probably be a pick honestly. No. So to me, so, well, I know, I know what the 73.7 represents. I mean, we would probably be like three and a half point dogs. To me, I don't think that's the case, though. I don't know what the spread's going to be. All
0: right. So, I'll get on Kempom and tell you right now.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, well, you kind of nailed it. Kempom actually has us with a higher percentage chance of winning than the SPN does. Oh, wow. Uh, he's got PC losing 66 63. With a 38% chance to win. So, yeah, the spread will probably be around there. Um, damn, I wish it was the ESPN numbers because then the spread would have been like seven and we could have all made out like bandits.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I mean,
0: obviously Villanova, I'm, I'm not going to look past Villanova. I think they're really starting to figure it out. Um, and, you know, they're still the team at the top of the mountain, the Big East, and you got to beat them. So...
1: Yep, uh, and if we w- well, if we want to win the Big East, if we want to be- win the biggie's conference regular season, we're gonna probably we're we're gonna have to split with them. Um, if we split with them, I think we unless we fall apart in the other games. If we split with them, we should probably lock up the, yeah. the regular season. Uh, we can still win it losing two of them, two to them, but I think okay, if so you want to.
0: Of- we were talking about the math the other day. We have six games yeah. left. Yeah. So. If we went three and three in those games, Villanova would need to go six and one
1: in order to. I don't know if that's possible.
0: I know. Um, Although, who knows? They've been able to. So if we go,
1: so if we go four and two in the remaining six, they would have to go undefeated.
0: Correct. And I don't even know if that would. I don't know if that would do it because we'd be we'd be what. if we went four and – if we went four and two, we'd be six, uh, 14 and three. So,
1: 14 math, and three. They would be – how many games do they have left?
0: That would be an 82% win percentage for the Friars in the biggest. They they have – now they have – after beating the Johnnies, they have um, – I think they have seven games left. Hold on. Yes, they have 7 games left.
1: So they would they would have a winning percentage of 85.7 if they went seven. They want to defeat
0: it, but then if they went 6 and 1, it would be that'd be less. So we'd win. It'd be 80.9. 80.9, so then yeah, we'd still have a higher win percentage by 2%.
1: Yeah, so there's there's a there's no margin for error for them. So if we win if we win one, if we win the game Tuesday, because obviously we we all know it's probably our better chance of winning than as opposed to in Philly. Um, if we win, then I think we're in a very good place. Assuming we take care of business in the other games.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. But here's the thing, say You could theoretically sp- get swept by Nova and still win <laughs> the biggest race season. Obviously, I wouldn't want to do it that way, but. Um,
1: yeah, I would actually. I personally wouldn't care at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. As long as you just freaking win it. Um, and the nice and thing, obviously and the, that would hurt seeding. now. I feel like we gotta get a split with them. You know, take yeah, one. Getting
1: getting a win against Nova would just solidify the resume to be a, a two two seed potentially. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, they'll be. I lot. mean,
1: forget forget about the analytics and metrics. If you look at our resume with a Villanova win have wins against like thinking about the top 25 team right now we have a win against a top 10 team in texas tech we have a win against wisconsin we would have a win against villanova uh we would have a win against xavier we'd have a win against you against UConn. marquette we'd have a win against Marquette. that's a yeah. dude that's a dude that's a one seed resume yeah and our and our losses theoretically if everything shakes out like it in may would be a loss to a villanova a loss to a ranked marquette and a loss to Maybe a tournament team would just be Duke and Virginia. So it's not like we don't have any really true blemishes on our on our name.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, exciting times. All right, so I guess that wraps it up for today. We'll be back over the weekend probably. We'll try and record hopefully. Is there a big time difference in Aruba? No, right?
1: I think we're one hour ahead. That's what my wife is telling me.
0: Hmm, nice. Okay. Well, we'll keep in touch as you're enjoying the, the lovely weather. Um, oh, yeah. It's actually supposed to be pretty nice on Saturday in Providence, like 50 degrees. So. Yeah,
1: I whenever I whenever I travel, I always want it to be like absolutely terrible at home. And this weekend, oh, yeah. it's supposed to be like the nicest winter weekend, like in Jersey. <laughs> Jersey is supposed to be a high of 53 on Saturday.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, still, I think Ru- I'd take Aruba. <laughs> in Aruba, it's going to be 85. But yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, I mean that's even warmer than when I went to Florida in January. Like it, it was seventies, which was great. And in back home was like negative degrees, so that was lovely. But uh, awesome. All right, well that wraps it up. Have a good one, Firetown.
1: See you guys.